Welcome to the real episode 46. <laughs> that other episode's <laughs> bullshit. Um, so in the course of human history, mistakes are made. <laughs> if you think about it. Uh, what is this, episode 46? Yeah, well, this, yes, this is episode 46, just like the last one that we, like the one we got halfway through. I, I like to think of mistakes as experience okay. and learning moments. What did we learn? Don't trust Zoom audio recording. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we have we made it 46 canonical episodes of this show uh, and then however many non-canon episodes right. before we we ran into a technical problem. I figure I consider that to be a huge win. Okay. So we were out at the domain this morning <laughs> uh recording Anima. We got about I don't know, if I had to estimate, we got about 30 35 minutes into I the I think episode. we were right around 35 minutes. Yep. And yeah. the our audio recorder died and in its dying breaths it corrupted all the audio files we had recorded yeah uh and make them unreadable i don't know like i'm just i'm watching this thing like a hawk now to make sure that everything's working here's the only problem with it uh -huh. well the content that was on that recorder was gold it say, was maybe the best episode it's magic magic it's magic it's magic the yeah no exactly you don't own the magic it's on the tapes <laughs> it's and the tape and the tapes are fried <laughs> uh so we now have a lost episode of this podcast. God, it's a shame too because it was like I think we all were high fiving in the middle because we realized this is like our Emmy episode. It was week. so yeah. good. It was including apps and illusion. There were tears. There oh were, yeah, like, we did talk about un apps. Uncommon right. stuff, uh, like <laughs> beds of the truck, a Metroplex. Like it was. It was all over the place. It was all over the place, much like we were. But now, welcome to the real episode forty-six, um, which is at RT. In the, we are in the podcast room. Not going to be a lot of audio texture this one. No, probably none. Uh, I went to go find Nick to see if he could help us salvage this. Mm -hmm. He is not here. Um, so that's just kind of the situation that we're in. So if this one's a little short and a little stumbly and a little weird, I'm sorry. It's just like my penis. But, okay. <laughs> but we're already... <laughs> yeah, we've already we're done already this. We're already Gus's penis yeah. through this. So. <laughs> we're already uh, halfway. So we went to Coffee and Crisp at the Domain. Um all right, let's talk about that. Okay. okay yeah, while yeah, still let's, fresh in our memory, because it's going to go away. Let's with the coffee. Let's, this is a fucked up episode. Let's we just start to, with the coffee. Because otherwise we're going to forget. Yeah, yeah. All right, first off, right out the gate. Uh -huh. Right out the gate. Great penmanship. But, uh, absolutely. Great. They, the they well, wrote, well written, the name. Yeah, they wrote the names on the cups gorgeously. Mm -hmm. I disagree. Wow. Wow, really? Maybe, maybe yours is different than mine. I don't have mine anymore. Let I me, finished let, it. Let me see yours, Eric. Looks great. Mine looks like E-I-R-C. Okay, so I will agree with that. His is bad. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay, two, I was wondering two, what you were talking two about. Two out of three, yep. right? There's still, if <laughs> that's a great batting average. Yeah. It's very <laughs> that's like Tony Gwynn numbers. That's absolutely. Um, so, Coffee and Crisp is a place inside the domain. We were looking around for a coffee shop because I wanted to do a domain episode. We've, right. Yeah. We've been near, we went to Turnstile. Turnstile. Mm -hmm. We've been near it, but we've never gone to it. And I wanted to know kind of your guys' opinion on the domain. So, I found the most domain ass coffee shop. Yeah. Which okay, I think, is that why we went here? I was yeah. like, there's a Medici in the yeah, house, yeah, too? Yeah. And you're like, no, Coffee and Crisp. I was like, Coffee and Crisp, okay. The most domain-ass coffee shop, because I think it used to be a different coffee shop, because mm. I think it went to like a van store that's like right next to it. And yeah, I think the there. van store moved yeah. from there to somewhere else. Yeah. So what did you guys think of Coffee and Crisp? Um, this is like a standard hot Americano. Not amazing, not bad. Um, on a scale of... Turnstile to all gimmicks. I'll give it a 
six point five. Wow. What okay. do you think of your cold brew? My cold brew, I would uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a seven point two. What? Seven point two. It's not a ten. That means it's terrible. <laughs> no, this is the video game review. It's like a, a seven point two. Jeff, it's Jeff, a is, the, Jeff it's is the IGN of this podcast. <laughs> it is nuanced. Wow, seven point two. It's better than a seven, but it is no seven point five. This coffee is probably an eight and a half. Really? It, wow. It is. It has. There's almost no bitterness. It has a sourness. I really like a sour coffee. Um, I really enjoy kind of like one that gives me like a fruit. Mm. Flavor like a lot of fruit notes, and then if it has almost like a tartness, like a fruit, I really enjoy that. Um, I like a lighter roast. I like if I can get a coffee that is roasted so little, it almost tastes a little grassy. Like mm. that's where I fall in how much like I free want range coffee. coffee. Yeah, I yeah. want it to, like like my chickens. I want my coffee free range. <laughs> uh, but that's just where I land on my coffee preferences. I don't like dark roast in anything like at all. Really? I really, yeah, I really don't like. It's such a step toward burned, mm. and it makes like it feels like it. When I taste it, it's like frying my brain. I don't like that. I don't, I don't like burned coffee either. Um, but I'd give it an 8.5. I, I really like it. And the people were so nice. They were super and, nice. Yeah, right, they had, right. yeah. you guys weren't. But, um, whoa, they whoa, were, whoa, 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 whoa. They were so nice. We were I made a very joke nice. About, yeah, you guys were so nice to each other. I right. made a joke about cappuccino the dog. Yeah. And by the way, that's another thing. Is that nice? Three <laughs> things that place has going for it. Uh, the people that worked there were very nice. They put dogs on the wall. Like if you bring your dog, oh, in, like a photo, take a, they'll a take a photo of it. Yeah, no, <laughs> staple real dogs on the wall. No, they'll uh, they'll put a, a Polaroid of your dog on the wall, and uh, and they have really nice floor. I don't know if you noticed. The I did floor. not really notice nice the tile floor. floor. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's pretty white um, tile. Okay, so you rated what? the coffee. Why don't you go ahead and uh, rate your breakfast as well, since that you guys wanted croissant? snacks. The uh, chocolate croissant looked good. I wanted to try it. How was your chocolate croissant? It was fine. <laughs> like the coffee, middle of the road. It was not, wasn't amazing. wasn't bad. It was totally fine. Totally I'll give my blueberry muffin a, a six point eight. The swing is point four. <laughs> six point eight. Uh, the uh, chocolate croissant was what three seventy five. I think it's what they charge for it. Mm. Um, it was too, it was a little small for three seventy five. Do you think it was like a, maybe, maybe, maybe a three twenty five? Maybe maybe inflation's hitting. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm. It it was probably one of our most expensive episodes because you guys wanted snacks and also again the most domain ass coffee shop where everything was like it with tip and everything it was like right around thirty bucks. That is nuts to me. Yep. That is nuts. We got essentially like three non fancy coffees. Yep. And two small pastries. Mm-hmm. That's a uh, that's insanity. Um, but you know when we were driving back from the domain. This is this was not something we talked about before. When we were driving back from the domain, we had a discussion in the car that I thought might be interesting and something to talk about. It's very anima related. Okay. Um, there is a big street that runs through all of Austin, uh, Lamar. It runs from like all the way down south, all the way up north. Like you can traverse pretty much the entire city uh, on Lamar. And it crosses 183, which is one of the highways here. And 183 is like an elevated highway. It's a um, yeah, it's it's up. It's not on the yeah. ground. Uh, and they they I want to say they built that back in the late nineties. I want to say it opened ninety seven, maybe ninety six. It like was that. under construction when I was still in the army, coming down for the weekends. Whoa! So that would have been like ninety six, ninety seven. Wow. Yeah, somewhere right around there is when they finally finished it. Maybe yeah. 90, no, it wasn't ninety eight because I moved here ninety eight and it was opened by then. So maybe ninety six, ninety seven. Anyway, it, when they, before that, one eighty three was on the ground. So you know, and it had lights, and they said, "Well, let's build a let's build it elevated and no lights." So that's what they did, and that's what we have now. But in the process of building it, you know, there's construction, road closures, and delays. And crossing one of the intersections at Lamar, they put in a, a traffic limiting device that people refer to as a pork chop. Because it kind of looks like a pork chop because it, it does not 
if you're going east to west on this cross street, you cannot drive west across the mark. Mm-hmm. It forces you to turn north. Um, and they put it there because the neighbors, uh, the people living on the west side of Lamar didn't want that construction traffic coming through, uh, trying to circumvent detours and road closures. They didn't want it coming through their neighborhood. Totally understandable, Which by is, the yeah, way. Totally, that, that part of this is totally understandable. Get it. Like we said, the Elevator 183 opened in 96, 97, whenever it opened. Uh, that traffic limiting device was only removed, I want to say, last year, maybe six what? months ago. <laughs> <laughs> it was still there, and uh, you could not cross Lamar westbound at that intersection. Uh, and it was a simple fix. When they removed it, it's like they just tore up the pork chop and super they, fucking annoying. They by just the way. yeah reconfigured the lights at that intersection. Uh, you know what is this? Twenty five years or so after the construction was done, it was very much. It seemed like it was very much a we don't want those people in our neighborhood kind of thing. Yeah. Where it's like we don't want the people living on that side of Lamar coming over here and messing up with our property value and messing with our stuff over here. That neighborhood also didn't they have like wasn't there also another controversy where they had a gate with a lock across a road? Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. 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 Like <laughs> it's a, gone now. What? They yeah. had a padlock and a and a uh, a gate across one of the roads because they didn't want people who were driving on the north side of their neighborhood, turning south and going into their it neighborhood. It is ludicrous, and it is 100% correct. I ride my bike over there what? a lot. It's like one of my main thoroughfares when I ride my bike north, and it was always so fucking annoying because there's a perfectly a perfectly usable road to go in and out of this neighborhood, and they always had that stupid gate with it padlocked, and there wasn't an easy way to get on the curb right there to get around it, so I always had to like get off my bike to fucking... Uh, like you know just navigate my way through it and it was purely because they just didn't want people coming in their neighborhood and they finally got rid of it and the austin subreddit was like all aglow for a couple days about it that's so like you can just do that you can be like i just put up a gate i think the gate was put there again it was like a temporary thing when they were building the house for construction construction. uh and then when they were done they were just like yeah no one just removed it they were like yeah the, the gate's fine let's just leave it there as a matter of fact if you go over there to the spot there is a there is a headstone somebody put in the ground like a RIP gate headstone. Really, really? <laughs> Swear to God, yeah. It's like maybe six eight inches tall. If you if you ride your bike by it, will you snap a picture for us? Yeah, for sure. Okay, cool. I might do it today. Actually, okay. Yeah, that if I go that way, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I drove by the other day and I was like, and I noticed the headstone. And I thought it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> that is the epitome of the not in my backyard. The NIMBY. attitude. We did have a little NIMBY right. conversation earlier. It's yeah. like we don't want people. From the east coming into our neighborhood, we don't want people from the north coming into our neighborhood. It's right. like you have to only approach from this one direction to get in and out. Also, that fucking neighborhood, it ain't nothing to brag no, about. No, it's yeah. not. It's yeah. not. It's not great. I mean, it's not a bad neighborhood, but it's not like it's not like a bunch of assholes in Travis Heights or something or like Terrytown. <laughs> Way to call them out. Get them. Get them. Get them. Well, I'm just saying where the fancy rich houses right. are. It's just like it's a whatever neighborhood. Yeah. What do you it think? It is a completely whatever neighborhood. What do you think of the sort of NIMBY attitude of Austin? that it's sort of become. Do you think that there is more, like when you look back over you know the last 20 whatever years, do you think it's more prevalent now than it had been? Or do you think it's always been there and people just pay attention now? I will say it's probably always been there. Uh, and people are just more cognizant of it now with it's just on a larger scale yeah well god all of this got some of this got lost in the in the last recording but what a great episode I too. talked about how for many years Austin had the if you don't build it they won't come attitude. And actively try to suppress growth and i think that you know the nimbyism we see now is just a continuation of that like not wanting to build stuff not wanting to grow things like acknowledging like yeah we austin needs to grow we need stuff but i don't want it near here yeah uh so i think it's always been going on you know if you look on the austin subreddit 
Um, this gets reposted every so often, but you know, there's old ads for Hyde Park when they were first building out Hyde Park. That's they're like Hyde Park, a neighborhood for whites only. Yeah, uh, it was a, it was a huge selling point. Whoa! Yeah, it was right. a whites only neighborhood. So I mean, how fucked up is that? So yeah, the, the nimbyism it's always been there. Um, what is with the Austin subreddit and people wanting to post? See you later, Austin. I'm moving. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. I don't. Who get? I know that this is special to you. People fucking move. Yeah. I don't know what else to tell you. The crazy thing about that to me too, because there was one this morning. I was reading it as well. And there's a. Uh, all right, Austin. It's been real. I've been living here for 50 years, yeah. but it finally got too expensive, or it's not special anymore, uh-huh. or it's no longer weird. And I got to peace out to greener pastures. And then it's 50 percent of the comments are like. Nobody has to announce their departure. Yeah. Just fucking leave. Who cares? Boo. Austin's better without you. And the other half is like, I left Austin 20 years ago. Uh, great. Best decision of my life. And it's like, if you left Austin 20 years ago, why are you yep. in the subreddit? Also, that guy was like, I'm moving to Colorado. Right. What the fuck are you doing? Why? Are, what? What? pool do you think you're about to wade into <laughs> it's like there's a whole community of people that sit around and wait for those posts so they can come in and also say i also left yeah yeah, yeah. it's like i don't know why we have to make such a big deal i didn't mm, yeah i mean <laughs> it's, yeah. i think that like that it's, kinda, it's so bizarre yes. that kind that kind of negativity well, it, it, this is an option but kind of negativity and negative attitudes build and attract more of that i know I it's just like it's, i'm gonna leave austin is. someday gus yeah. you'll leave austin someday yeah. probably yeah and I'm not going to tell the world. No. I'm not going to. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't expect anybody to throw me a goodbye Austin party. No. You know, I don't want people to tell me they'll strangers on the internet to tell me they'll miss me in the subreddit. It's just weird. Yeah. And I don't get it. I'm, I, I, I'm in the same boat as you. Doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. To or me. it's like, or there's either that, like, I, I just, I got to go or I'm taking a stand and I'm leaving. It's like, cool, man. Okay. That's awesome for you. I don't care. That's what. That's how everything became what it is now, is people moving to places. Yeah. Do you think you're better than other people who moved because <laughs> you didn't move here? You're. What are you talking about? The place you're going to is going to go, God, more fucking people moving here. <laughs> yeah. Those fucking Austin people moving here. Wake up. It's like how everybody is, everybody for the last 20 years has been mad at California for moving to Austin. Yep. All of Nashville or Memphis mm-hmm. or Colorado Springs or Durango yeah. or wherever the hot, Fort Collins or whatever the hot new place is, is sitting around going, these fucking Austinites. Yeah. Yep. God damn it. Mm-hmm. Stay in your fucking state. Yeah. It feels like Austin is mostly people moving from other parts of Texas to Austin. I think it really is. Yeah. I, think- I, I know that California is like the big like, yeah, they fucking moved here. I think people from California visit. And yeah. I don't think that they're they're probably number two on the list, but they're not number one. People from Texas are number one moving off. People from small towns in East Texas. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of Nacogdoches. As someone who moved yeah. from a small town in uh, in Texas, yeah, there's a lot of uh, other small town escapees uh, sure. uh, who moved to to Austin. But there's nothing wrong with that. No. That's what happens when people you, move. You grow up and you move to the big city yeah. if you live in a small town. Not in my backyard. Are you going on the Eagle Pass subreddit and going, guys, it's been real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. I just can't do it anymore. <laughs> Eagle Pass uh, was not cool when I after I left in '96. <laughs> That's Man. that was back in the real days. Ever since the beeper store closed down, it's like I don't even know this place anymore. It's <laughs> <laughs> a gushy story. Yeah. It was an office supply store with a beeper oh. counter. Just point I, of clarity. Have you guys had other odd jobs here in Austin? You talk about the beeper store or whatever. You guys work like other, like any other places. 
I think we had an episode about this, but uh, the, the only other job I've had in Austin was selling vacuum cleaners, and I quit. On oh, that's the, right. I quit yeah, on my yeah. first day. Yep. Yeah. I, I quit when they had the religious song, and then uh, <laughs> yeah, and then the te- and then the tech support company where we all met. Yeah, yeah. And then I worked there. I worked at the promotional products place and Rooster Teeth. I guess we moonlit as like tech doing guys for a while doing yeah. our own stuff, but yeah, yeah. But yeah, so uh, no. I mean, I, I was desperate when I moved here. I think we talked about that. Like, I, I wanted to take any job I could get. Gus and I have literally been coworkers. Gus and Bernie and I have been coworkers. I guess Bernie not anymore because he retired, but uh, for 26 years, you know? I mean, we had a long friendship before Rooster Teeth started. Maybe 24 years. What do you think? 24, 25, somewhere 24, there. 24, 25, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Man. And I'm, and I'm sick of you motherfuckers. Speaking Bernie. He heard me say my yeah, name. yeah, yeah. yeah. So is it anything good? Is it anything you can share? Uh, oh, no. We're just talking about movies. Oh, okay. He was asking if I'd seen The Machine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're talking about that. Yeah. Um, I guess we can touch on that for a second. You That was at Alamo Lakeline? Yeah. That mall used to be something, and they built an Alamo, and now I don't know another reason. There's a pinballs up there. I don't know another reason to like the, head on up. The worst Barnes & Noble is up there. The Lakeline Mall is up there. It is. I don't want to have other podcasts bleed into this one, but let me tell you, the Lakeline Mall is not back. <laughs> and uh, that Alamo is whatever. Did it move? Is it still in the same location no. it used to be? The place that you're thinking of was like in a strip mall yeah. off just to the right to the, of the, to the north side. Yeah. It's gone. It's been gone for there, there from years. It's on the other side now, further okay. up. And like if you take the exit to go into Lakeline Mall, right? And then you like you go up Lakeline Mall's like in front of you, but you take a ride around it and you yeah. just like spider your way through and it's over there. Okay. In that parking lot. The last time I went up like I it's been years since I went there. The last movie I saw at Alamo Lakeline was The Departed. Okay. That's so, been a minute. Yeah, yeah. It's it's been a few years since I've been up there. I've only seen two films there, I think. In this episode and in the lost episode we are talking about the last time gus has been at theaters and movies that came out <laughs> in the mid-2000s yeah the, the last time i went to the gold class or the ipic theater in the domain was i saw inception there. right the, 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 <laughs> <laughs> listen i don't go to other theaters very often oh, man. you only see nolan films apparently That's, <laughs> <laughs> um it so that Lakeline area we talked about this a little bit in this last episode whatever but like the way that Austin's expanded, you guys have moved north with it, sort of. I have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, is it, it's finally not inconvenient. You don't have to drive down to Buda to like do this stuff or whatever, to come to yeah. like the office and everything, which is great. Do you think Austin continues expanding north? Do you think it goes east? There's so much urban sprawl and there's like a lot of room, obviously, but like, what's the next, just, if you had to take a pick, what's like the next hot spot where you go like, here's like the domain oh, you I can, would never think. I can tell you. What is it? Hey, Austin is growing northeast. It's growing towards Taylor. That's exactly yeah. the direction I was going to say. Yeah. It's going to go out there and absorb Taylor, with, especially now with Taylor building that Samsung plant. Um, it's, 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 that's yeah. the direction. I was out there two weeks ago for a estate sale. Mm-hmm. In Taylor? And, in Taylor. Well, in Thorndale, which is just okay. on the yeah. other side of Taylor. Uh, and uh, I, I drove by that Samsung plant and it is Fucking, ma- it's not like it's not like as big as the the mile long Tesla plant out mm-hmm. by Coda, but it is fucking huge. It's right across the road from the Taylor Airport. Yeah, and I uh, fly in and out of there quite a bit. So yeah, it, like I've seen it from above and looking mm-hmm. at it, it's like it's fucking massive. It's yeah. huge. And what they're supposed to open like in two years or next year? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like so it's that like pretty soon Taylor Hutto, like especially Hutto, that area is going to be exploding big time. And there's like nothing there. Well, like, there's a top notch now. No, no, no. Like, like that, that in between sort of like Manor 
all the way up towards Taylor and like that northeast, yeah. it looks prime for like, what do you want to build? Because there ain't nothing. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Race have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product. It's just as good as any expensive pair I've ever worn. Durable frames, extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they'll send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Uh, wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. Every purchase supports the Shady Rays Impact Program, which works directly with nonprofits and their communities to empower and make adventure accessible for all walks of life. From childhood cancer patients to young adults with serious health conditions, Shady Rays is making a lasting impact on their lives through sunglasses. If you don't love your Shady Rays, exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. So just for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use code ANMA for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. I don't know about you. Uh, I've got pretty thick facial hair. Whenever I try to cheap out uh, on a razor, uh, I regret it every time. Uh, they, they always nick me, they cut me, or really they irritate my face. And hey, my face is my moneymaker, my face and my mouth. So uh, I got to keep my face looking good. Um, that's why you got to meet Henson Shaving. Henson Shaving is a family-owned aerospace parts manufacturer that has made parts for the ISS, International Space Station, and Mars Rover. Uh, now they're bringing precision engineering to your shaving experience. Uh, you think of razor blades like diving boards. The longer the board, the more wobble, the more wobble, the more nicks, cuts, and scrapes. Bad shave isn't a blade problem, it's an extension problem. By using aerospace-grade CNC machines, Henson makes metal razors that extend just 0.0013 inches, which is less than the thickness of a human hair. That means a secure, stable blade with a vibration-free shave. It gets better. Uh, the razor has built-in channels to evacuate hair and cream, which makes clogging virtually impossible. Uh, seriously, Henson Shaving wants the best razor, uh, not the best razor business. Uh, that means no plastic, no subscriptions, no proprietary blades, and no planned obsolescence. I know we all hate that. The Henson Razor works with standard dual-edge blades to give you that old-school shave with the benefits of new-school tech. Uh, once you own a Henson Razor, it's only about 3 to $5 per year to replace the blades. Uh, that's, I mean, think about that. 3 to $5 per year to replace those blades. That's such a great value. Using the Henson uh, razor for the first time, I mean, it's it's absolutely game-changing the first time you open it up and try it out. Uh, it was for me anyway, I should say. Uh, it's, at, you know, it's totally solid. You know that you've got quality razor blade, uh, quality razor all the way around, and that it's it's not you're not going to have those problems you get with cheap blades uh, by any stretch of the imagination, even though you're only going to end up spending $5 a year or so in blades. I mean, that's absolutely mind-boggling to me. Uh, it's time to say no to subscriptions and yes to a razor that'll last you a lifetime. Visit hensonshaving.com slash anma to pick the razor for you. Use code anma. You'll get two years worth of blades free with your razor. Just make sure you add them to your cart. That's 100 free blades when you head to h-e-n-s-o-n-s-h-a-v-i-n-g.com slash anma and use code anma. For most of us, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point in our academic careers. 
Uh, I took Latin. I have no idea why. That was worthless uh, for me. Uh, however, thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language, probably one that's more useful than what I learned. Uh, whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with family, or just you have some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. I grew up learning Spanish, not through school, you know, through family and uh, so I learned it very informally. So I didn't actually learn any of the rules, the way anything spelled. I just kind of cobbled it together. Uh, so picking up Latin American Spanish, uh, in Babel has really taught me a lot, even though I, it's like a language I already felt I knew it's really so much better to get actual lessons and learn, uh, Babel's 15 minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a language on the go. Babbel's expertly crafted lessons are built around real life. You learn how to have practical conversations about travel, relationships, business, and more. Other language learning apps use AI for their lessons plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, German. Uh, plus, Babbel speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent. There's so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash anma. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash anma for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. I actually spend a fair amount of time over there. Uh, just because they have, you know, Emily is a big, we talked about in the non-canon episode, big estate sale person, and then also a lot of like vintage and antique stores and thrift malls and shit. And so we find our, we do a lot of day trips on the weekends and go up that way a lot. I kind of like Taylor, like downtown Taylor is kind of cute and charming. Huh. It, um, it's very different from Austin and it is like, you know, I don't want to You'll see a lot of MAGA hats when you're walking around, and you're like, "Wow, this is a really." Very, they wouldn't see this 30 minutes west in Austin, yeah. but it is a charming little like downtown area with like, and it seems to be growing. Like, there's a, a new Italian restaurant that just opened up over there, and there's a new coffee shop. Oh, Garden. There's a coffee Starbucks. shop over there that's pretty adorable. We could go to. Are we going out to Taylor? No, but I mean, someday we might okay. have to expand out after all the burgers are eaten. Well, yeah. <laughs> it, it's interesting what you say about the MAGA hats because that's kind of what I was going to touch on. Is like I feel like. Taylor's undergo undergoing a huge demographic shift. Yeah, um, it was. It's definitely been kind of stereotypical small town Texas, but with a lot of these tech companies moving in and people moving in to support these jobs, I I I, I can see a lot of change happening already in uh -huh. that city. You know, I think they've started having you know pride parades and you know th things that you uh, associate you don't associate with small town. Texas MAGA hat wearing uh, kind of place. Yeah. Uh, so it's it'll be interesting to watch as it continues to change and, as, you know, it, uh, it gets less far away from Austin. There is a lot of pride uh, merchandise for sale yeah. in Taylor and a lot of pride flags and stuff, which is great to see. I will say just, and I'm not, I'm not making a point with this. I'm just going to say I've been to seven or eight estate sales in Taylor in the last two years probably. The only time I have seen Nazi memorabilia at an estate sale has been in Taylor, oh, and I have seen it multiple times. Oh my God. There was, oh my there was an estate. That's all I'll say. What the fuck? There was an estate sale here, pretty <laughs> central Austin, a couple months ago. It was where was it? It was off of. It's kind of north of West Campus. It was like off of Lamar and God, what's over there? It's kind of like a little south of McBride's. Okay. 
okay. uh, over in that area. And they posted, it was an estate sale, they posted all their stuff online. And that estate sale had some Nazi memorabilia, as well as, like, racist World War II Pacific mm-hmm. theater stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know <laughs> if the dude was, like, a... A World War, or the people were World War II enthusiasts or racist enthusiasts. Right, like, you never there's, know. Mm, there's like, there's an interesting mix of stuff here. Yeah, it's a uh, weird line. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I'm not trying to make any judgments. I'm just saying, like, every time I go to Taylor, I'm like, holy shit, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's where you'll find it, man. Estate, yeah. <laughs> estate sales. Crazy. Crazy. I guess crazy, all the old crazy. racists are dying. A- yeah, they got, <laughs> they got new ones in. <laughs> they got to make way for all the new racists. <laughs> Um, with all that expansion sort of like to the Northeast and all like the moving and people kind of being, I don't know if displaced is like the right word because it's going to be like new people moving in. What does that do to Austin proper? Does it just keep growing up? Does it, is it more like leveling and raising in condos or what? Yeah, I think Austin just absorbs small towns, right? Like at some point, Buda is a part of Austin. Yeah. Hutto may, I don't know if it make it all the way out to Taylor, but you eventually. know, eventually maybe like Pflugerville just becomes a part of Austin. Are they all part of Travis County? I don't know where Travis County starts. No. And stops. I have no idea what, what it is. Uh, Taylor, Taylor might, no, Taylor's in Williamson County. Williamson right? County. Yeah. Williamson County happens right around Lake Line Mall. A little bit before it. But Taylor's actually. up to the, but it's to east, the east. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what the County is. It's not Travis County. I think there. Taylor's still Williamson County. Is it? Yeah. Well, we got to look it up. Yeah, because I never, growing up in San Diego, the city of San Diego is coastal and the city and mm-hmm. whatever. And it sort of expands a little east and a little south and, and north or, or whatever. Like, that's the city. The county goes from Mexico all the way up to Camp Pendleton and goes from the beach all the way out to the desert. The county of San Diego is bigger than, like, two or three different states. Uh, so that's when we're talking about like the expansion of Austin. I'm wondering how it eats that stuff, what it absorbs, and if it becomes the county, Travis County is like this thing, or how exactly that works. Taylor is in Williamson County, um, which make which kind of begs the question: it, Will there be a race between Round Rock and Austin to absorb it? Interesting, interesting. Yeah, because like where it's positioned, it's kind of uh, between them. Like to your point of talking about like counties and cities and how it all lays out, like. There are parts of Austin in Williamson County that are just over the line, or in Hayes County, maybe even a little bit uh, on the yeah, south end. May, maybe so. Um, it's an it's an interesting dynamic because there is definitely a a shift once you cross that county line here uh, from one to the other. Uh, I think Austin is just going to continue to grow and absorb everything around it, and you know it is. No matter what they do, downtown Austin is hampered by the way it was con- initially constructed, so it can only grow so much, which is another reason. You know, we, we talked a lot about the domain in the last episode, but I think that that's why the domain is where it is and becoming what it's going to become, which is going to be a second downtown. Yeah, but, I mean, I it is really being billed as, and it's becoming a second It downtown. has the stadium. has Q2. Yeah. yeah. It's right there. But I don't know if Austin will absorb everything. I think some cities have reached an unabsorbable point, like Round Rock. You which think so? Why I say that, you know, it's in my Ra- Round Rock is like the to get to Taylor. I think Round Rock is one of the top ten fastest growing cities in America, right? Right now, and I think that, it, I think that years ago, people who lived in Round Rock 
said they lived in Austin. Yes. Oh, yeah. uh, I don't think that's necessarily the case anymore. I think... Uh, there, you know what? I think you're totally right. Yeah. yeah. There, yeah. There is a difference. And I think Round Rock has escaped the absorption orbit of Austin. I think there's a lot of pride in Round Rock. Uh, the Rock's not round. They have a AAA baseball team in Kalahari Resort, the largest, the world's largest indoor water park. Yep. And then you can get beat up by a tornado. <laughs> <laughs> Come on through to Round Rock, Texas. Uh, they, got, they got our yellow donuts. What yeah. do you think about Georgetown? I think Georgetown might end up getting absorbed by Round Rock. <laughs> I, yeah, right. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I always I always lump them together in my head. Yeah, I really do. Yeah, I do that with Pflugerville. I yeah. put I put Pflugerville and Round Rock and Round Rock and Georgetown all together in like one thing. That's I just call it not Austin. And then Cedar Park is just this like little hat like off to, to the, the side. Yeah, of yeah. 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 cocked. Come, come on out and watch the Austin Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> uh, it's crazy seeing because you know. Me moving here, it's only been five years. I think I've been here for five years Time now. Flies, huh? Yeah, I think I've been here for five years, and seeing the expansion of Austin is like, oh wow, this is. I feel like I've seen it before, but mm -hmm. like I'm really curious to see like what you guys think about where it's going, how it's going to be, and like that hot spot being like northeast. I think that's such a good call. Like I think you're totally right. It's there's nothing but room, mm -hmm. nothing but room. I think you know the developers of Mueller here was Catalyst. I saw an interview with someone from Catalyst over the weekend talking about how they want to build a second Mueller-style development out there in that direction, out northeast. They said it was out by Walter E. Long, like that like lake, like northeast of that lake off like 130. Okay. And they're like, yeah, we want this to be bigger than Zilker Park, and it's the next Mueller. And right. It's like, what are you – no one is here. What are you talking about? I, I think about? They're, they're, they're looking ahead to where it's going to be. Like they want yeah. to – I think they, they said they want to start breaking ground on that in 2025, and then it'll take a long time for it to be done. So they're seeing – where the growth is going to happen and trying to be there ready when it does. I would just like them to finish Mueller. Dude. They're 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 working on it, man. They, they are now, but God damn. It is taking forever. 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 And I will say I liked it better before they built all this <laughs> stuff. <laughs> well, before it was just a bunch of empty fields. Now it's empty fields with trailers on yes. them and God. like forgotten building supplies. Yep. Yep. They started, they're like ram jamming those buildings up. They really too. are. It seems There's like a, they've hit like uh, another level. There's like a tender green over there now. Or like sweet green. Oh yeah, that place rules. Yeah. Sweet, it's like, oh, sweet green's the best. It's, it's right so there, good. man. They just opened it. And really? it's like, yeah. It's like right by uh, Alamo. I go there all the time. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I it's order crazy. from the one on Guadalupe a lot. There you go. Yeah. It's crazy how fast, like that's, like how it's building and how it's expanding and all that stuff. But like, man, I just don't keep, I, like Austin, you just keep building up. I don't know what yeah. else you can do within the city limit. Well, it's complicated, right? Because there's the Capital View corridor where you're. Do they you're, still enforce that? Yeah. It, it's changed a lot and mm -hmm. the restrictions have loosened up a little yeah. bit for growth, but there is still uh, a, a rules on the books that you can't obscure the view of the Capitol from a lot of different directions right. and angles. And so. And part of the problem of downtown Austin is like growth is capped by that. God, who fucking cares at the, at the start? Who, who cares? Wants who wants to look at the fucking Capitol? It's fucking five stories. Fuck who cares? That stupid. Who rule. cares? It's the who gives a fuck? Right. No one who gives cares. a fuck. Obstruct the fucking view. No one wants to look at that stupid ass it's, thing. Build exactly, dude. Who cares? Oh my god. Uh, I'm I right think they're with you. I think it's for people who don't like Austin and they go, hey, hey, hey look at that rule yeah. that we have for you. Yeah. If that's all it feels like. That's all the legislature does these yeah. days. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. God. 
I mean, it's one of those rules that probably made sense a hundred years ago when there when there were no other big buildings, yeah. you know, and you want to and you can like, oh, look at our point of pride. The Texas Capitol, it's three feet taller than a state capital is legally allowed to be. But the <laughs> state of Texas said, fuck you. We're better than everybody else. So we're going to build it three feet taller. It looks just like the Capitol in Washington, but it's a little bigger. Yeah, it looks just like the Capitol in Washington, but it's a little bigger because everything's bigger in Texas. And it's pink. I get that. That made sense a hundred years ago, but it's not. It's no longer that impressive. Right. You know what's impressive? New, bigger buildings yeah. that can house fucking people. <laughs> that can, sailboats that can on the hanging off the side of the fucking river. Capacity, <laughs> like the Google building. I think we should start demolishing the downtown on the river again and just push it into the water and then just build bigger there. Well, now they're <laughs> going to build it on the south side, over where the Statesman Building is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That, what that, is going to happen? Are they doing? They're doing yeah. like a little, de- like a mulery development there, right? It's, it's going to be yeah. There's going to be like a second. What they're calling it, like a second downtown across the river with more high rises and. Yeah. Just another downtown right there. Like you talk about expanding downtown. That's like maybe one of the last spots that's left available for them to to grow the footprint of downtown. If, if we had gotten, if we could have only gotten an NBA team, that's where the stadium should have gone. That That's it right there. On the river, right? Oh, oh, that would have been so cool. Fucking amazing. Anyway, we have the Moody Center. We do have the Moody Center and it's lovely. Yeah. I'm not going to complain because like the Moody Center's Center. great. It's I'm, nice. I'm going to go see Kiss you play You play there NBA later. in there. The Spurs came up, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we saw yeah. it. It was great. It's fucking, it's, it's perfect for an NBA game. Yep. It really is. It's very cool. And then you go like, where do I park? And it's five blocks away. Yeah. They. I don't know if they're going to tear down. Are they going to tear down the Frank Irwin yeah, Center and are. build yeah. a fucking parking lot? Because that would be really cool. I think it's going to be a medical. Oh, is it? oh are is they it? expanding the, I don't know. the hospital? I, I might have. Why I'm not sick. I might be. I'm, that, I might have just pulled that out of my ass. Oh, okay. It just feels like that's where the hospital's See, going to go. They're, they're building it eventually, Eric. Uh-huh. You're going to get old, yeah. and you're going to get sick. They no, want to make sure they have it ready. No, for not you. me. It's like a I'm catalyst trying, building out. No, 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 not me. I'm good. Give me a parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> it is a bitch to park there. It is. You just park a couple blocks away, and you still pay twenty five dollars or whatever, and you go. I guess I'll walk four blocks. I'll cut. I'll cut through the hospital to go up to Red River or whatever to walk. To, it's like. Such a fucking headache. Or park I'll, across the interstate. Yeah. And take yeah. a fucking take, Get on a fucking scooter. Get on a fucking... Do, around there, where everyone's trying to park, you're out of your mind. Yeah, yeah. they're not going fast because they're, they're trying to park. No, no, <laughs> but they're going sudden. Yeah, and nobody's paying attention to scooters. <laughs> Absolutely. You're dead. You can hop on one of the little... The guys with the bikes that'll bike you around are always yeah. there yeah. waiting and going, you want to ride? And it's like, absolutely not. What are you talking about? Crazy. Got scammed by those at... Comic-Con in San Diego. We learned our lesson. Did you really? Yeah, you're like, oh, yeah, this will be great. Oh, you get where you're going, like, that's 80 bucks. Like, yep. What? <laughs> yep. Damn. That's how you learn. That is, yeah, I, <laughs> that is definitely where you and I cut our teeth on the... <laughs> yeah, we learned. We learned the hard way. Um, So we're at 35-ish minutes, and just due to schedule and us having to uh, wrap up, we do need to sort of wind it down here. Okay. That la- That lost episode... That was a good one. <laughs> Nick just messaged me and he's like, what are these files? Weird weird thing, those Anma files Gus sent me are five minutes and Audition considers them to be corrupted. Yeah. That is what Nick just sent me. Yeah, open, tell, open them in VLC. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there were a couple of uh, anarchy questions that I wanted to get to, but are, are there any other thoughts that you guys had regarding sort of... No, nah, I feel like we covered it all in the episode nobody will ever hear. Yeah, isn't that tough? <laughs> why is good stuff? Why do they even try to sell the Nazi memorabilia at an estate sale? I don't know. Well, what are you gonna do? Keep it? Burn it? Destroy it? Throw you it know, away? I you don't know. know. What? You, you know what? I, throw I it in it a fucking dumpster. Yeah. Right. I take it back. That's well, a good. Uh, there's yeah. no fucking point. I'm right there with you, dude. I don't, I'm right I don't there get with it. you. Um, I don't fucking get it. 
This is a question from Grayton on okay. the. Uh, I love his potatoes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> great! Almost uh, on the Anma subreddit r slash Anma podcast. What are the best things that changed about Austin because people from other places moved here? Oh, that's an that's a good Food. question. A hundred percent. Food has to be yeah. right. Food. Like yeah. it, there, there's no. That's it, man. Austin is in every way a foodie town now. Mm-hmm. And when I moved here, if I first started coming here in '94, it was definitely not. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it 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 that was like a like a fucking overnight transformation right around 2000. Mm-hmm. That's definitely improved. Head and shoulders. Um, I think food is probably the number one thing. Yeah. the The food truck thing became the like a reason to come to Austin. Yeah. Everything's a food truck, and then the good food trucks move into. Real actual spaces, yeah. yeah. And then now the every food truck is just a thing, and you go, that's too much to pay. I'm not eating there. Yeah. Um, and why does it take so long to get a bagel? Uh, it's hellish. It's so funny. It's like there was a period of time from like maybe 2008 to like 2012 where I only wanted to eat at food trucks. Yeah. And now I can't imagine I, eating I, at a food truck. I remember when we were working downtown at the Congress office. Um, we went down to there was a cilantro had it was back before they had brick and mortars when they were still a truck like they had parked uh-huh. their truck down Congress and we went down there to get some food and I'd ordered food and uh, I went to pay and I handed them my credit card and they were like oh just so you know there's like a I forget what it was like a five dollar credit card processing fee I was like what like yeah you know well you know it costs us money to run credit cards so you know we got to pass that cost on and I I, I like we had the online store I yes. knew how credit card processing worked and I was like it doesn't cost you five dollars to run a credit card transaction nope. I was like. It cost, you know, I was like, it, it cost, th- it cost you maybe three percent. Right, I was like, you, yeah, like, yeah, you're looking at three percent, maybe a twenty five cent fee on top of that. Mm-hmm. I was like, and my food's ten bucks. Like, don't, don't tell me you can spend. <laughs> we have another fifty percent charge. And then, like, kind of quiet, the person was like, all right, we'll, we'll just do like a one dollar. <laughs> I, I never, I never went back to yeah, that food course. truck again after. I was like, "Fuck you! Don't, don't try to gouge me again on the point yeah. of sale and tell me you're just passing cost on to me." Fuck you. Um, and lastly. In my NFT, not for tourists. Any place that you guys want to recommend. And it was a square credit card okay. processor okay. on top of <laughs> That's that. That's even worse. That's like 1.7% probably. Uh, <laughs> uh, they don't do that anymore. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and my NFT. Um, looking at, thinking about downtown. Mm-hmm. What's not for tourists? I feel like we've had some good suggestions here lately. Definitely. Um, I, I got one for you. Oh, yeah? If, if you're, yeah, go for uh, it. Deep Eddie Pool. Oh, that's a Jeff. That's such a good one. Yeah, Emily and I have declared that uh, 2023 is the year of the city of Austin for us. We're going to take advantage of all the COA <laughs> stuff, uh-huh. and so we've been hitting up all the city pools around town. And everybody goes to Barton Springs. Everybody hears about Barton Springs. It's a unique experience. But here's the thing about Barton Springs: it's fucking crowded, mm-hmm. and the water is gross right now, yes. and it has been gross for a long time, and it's gross because of how crowded it is. However. There is another City of Austin pool that also just costs five bucks to go into. Maybe it's a little bit more if you're non-resident. Called Deep Eddy. That's five miles away from that one. That is not even lovely. Yeah, yeah, maybe it's not. Pretty it's close. really yeah, close. Pretty yeah. close. It's just across. It's just across uh, Mopac. Yep. It's like Sixth Street and it's Lake Austin Boulevard and Mopac. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also next to a place called Pool Burger, oh, which is a great hamburger. Yeah. I love Pool Burger. But go to Deep Eddy Pool. It's just as cool. It's just as relaxing. It's cleaner. It's not as crowded. And it's the it's it's a lovely experience. Yeah. So that's mine. That's a great one. That's great. And pool burger. 
Yeah, and go to Pool Burger while you're at it after you swim. It's this, a fucking awesome burger. This isn't going to be for you, but their drinks are really fucking good, man. Like, you can get whoa. you can get Jamaican Ting there, which is like a little soda. It comes oh, in green cool. or pink, and it is gross, but I always get it. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of like, oh, I shouldn't have got this. Um, somewhere related. You said burger made me think about this. It's a place that I haven't been to in a little while, actually, and it's in danger of going away, which is why uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it. Uh, but I would say maybe go to Dirty Martin's up on Guadalupe. Okay. Uh, it's an old burger place. It's been there like 100 years at this point. Uh, and it might get demolished to make way for the rail system or for public transit. Um, but it's like, it's iconic. It's been, and it's been there forever. Uh, it's definitely a place that we did frequent for quite a while. Uh, but it's, it's kind of, it's been, it's been a little while since I've been there. It was, it was my burger of choice, wrote like place on the weekends until we started going to Top Notch, and Top Notch kind of took it over. But I had a, I had about Emily and I had about like six eight months where we would go there like every Sunday. Um, it is really good. The food is really good. They have these little uh, corn fritter things you can get that are like deep fried corn nuggets that are fucking awesome. And uh, if you want to be entertained, go there on a Saturday around 11 a.m. during March Madness and just watch all the old guys filling out their brackets. <laughs> it's, it's just like it's great people watching. You, you talk about like old people going to an establishment, watching sports, getting excited for a sporting event. That also makes me think of like the Tavern. Yeah. Which is over like at 11th and Lamar. <laughs> Which is like another place. Like that's a place that fills up anytime there's like a UT game and people want to go and watch it. I'd made the mistake of just trying to go to the tavern on a Sunday during NFL, and uh, it was like oh people's line out the door, man. Yeah, uh, I know someone who went there once uh, on a Saturday, and there was a UT game that was on uh, on TV, and they sat down, and uh, he said that like some random dude came up to him and was like, "Hey, uh, whenever there's a UT game on, I like to sit at this table. If I give you a hundred bucks." Uh, will you leave, go to another table, and let me have this one? And they were like, eh, okay. Holy shit. <laughs> wow. I got to start sitting at tables. Yeah, I got to find out which table that was. God damn. Parking there. Man, you that's cool. get $100 bucks every Saturday. Hell yeah. I'm rich. Um, don't even, I quit my job. Uh, <laughs> well, that'll do it for Anma. Sorry there was a lost episode. Um, we're going to have Nick do technical wizardry on it. It's a shame because it was the best episode <sighs> we've ever recorded. So fucking good. It was <laughs> and so there's no way to get fucking it back. good. Oh. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, you can uh, follow us uh, at Anma Podcast, A-N-M-A Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter. See pictures from uh, this episode, which is the lost episode. So it'll be pictures of us at the domain. Which we're not at. Which we're not at currently. We're in our podcast room and I'm not taking pictures here. So And send us your name guesses. Yeah, <laughs> There are people still, <laughs> we're so behind, still guessing the name. And I'll just retweet them and go, almost, keep trying. Um, so follow us. Anima Podcast on Twitter and on Instagram. R slash Anima Podcast uh, is the subreddit that we have nothing to do with. But if you want to go there and discuss this week's episode, you can. I'm in there all the time lurking. Yeah. yeah you just kind of poke around. Poke and poke and poke. Pope around? Pope, I'm poping around. You bless some people. I'm in a Pope mobile. I'm poping around. Um, anything. Oh, RTX. July uh, 7th through 9th. That's, correct. Those are the dates. Those are the dates. I, 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 I told you. You had them wrong. We will be doing a live episode of this show. It's the only place to see us live. Yeah. Uh, so come see us at RTX. I think we'll be on the show floor probably doing a cool show. Uh, drinking coffee with you. Chatting it up. Uh, having fun. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, but that'll pretty much do it. RTXAustin.com, obviously. Uh, if you don't know by now, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, any final thoughts? Parting words for these people. Uh, yeah, Gus wanted to say something. Yeah, um, always uh, keep an eye on your Zoom recorder. There you go. It's a great, it's great advice for 
young producers out there. <laughs> oh, wait, um, Eric's eyes have not left that thing. <laughs> I'm just making sure. What's funny is I saw you adjust the level at one point and it was on. Because it was fine. You were <laughs> we were deep into the episode. We were deep into the episode. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we've done it. Thank you very much for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. It's an H6 recorder. TTFN. <laughs>